welcome to episode 43 of New Indian Woman podcast airing first in early June 2021 and I'm your host Krishna. In this episode we continue our conversation with the amazing Dr. Lalita from Sitilingi, a remote village in Tamil Nadu. In part 1, that is episode 42, we talked about her engagement in the community as a medical doctor growing a mud single room hospital to a 35 bedded tribal health center focusing on community health and then moving on to farmers groups engaged in organic agriculture and revival of the lambadi art through porgai thereby touching the lives of people in 20 plus villages we talked about what all her primary roles are now what led her to choose this what kind of challenges she faced and how she handled those today let us continue our discussion with her when you talk about this yes there is the benefit of looking back over the years but i also understand that you were living that dream that challenge itself was a dream i understand and accept it but pardon me for asking this but are you saying at no point during that time you felt did we make this right choice should i go back and choose a much more comfortable option in a nearby town or something should i do something like this much later in life those kind of questions did they come up no i don't think so because there will be ups and downs that happens to everyone no whatever work you do but the conviction no that no you are you are clear that what you are doing is right and what you are doing is needed and there is also a an element of a strong element of um, selfishness i would say in this because it is not that no people are benefited out of this work it is not that alone it is mainly mm-hmm. that i will get satisfaction by doing this that also is there no for for each person i think we were clear no both of us very clear that what you are doing is the right thing and that is what you have always dreamt of doing so we haven't thought like that no enough is enough let us get I, back I, i do not have words the satisfaction of facing all these challenges and uh, doing that as a dream if you were referring to that as selfishness i wish we had lots more selfish people in this world <laughs> what a better place it would be Tell me, how did you handle this? Uh, the snake venom in the fridge always, you were referring to that. But there is challenges of raising children in that place, handling education while doing all this. How was that aspect of it done? So Harsh was three-year-old when we came here and Abhay, our younger son, he was born after coming here. We have brought them up, more or less independent of both our families. But they have looked after them together. when we have been away for two weeks or something or more no two weeks or more at a stretch mm-hmm. and we have had lot of challenges when the boys were very young but the whole team at here no at any given point of time have supported us with us both of them didn't go to school till uh, they were age 9 okay they were home schooled but i would say that mostly community schooled though many of our friends and families have blamed us uh, during those years no that we are playing with our children's lives and 
all that hmm we didn't have any self doubts because uh, we were very sure that the exposure they were getting and the learnings that they were having were very rich uh, much richer than any other child of that socio economic education class you know that we belong to that okay. we were very clear so it's uh, like in their early years were they were brought up by the community and they were educated by the everyone in the community and we did only one small part in that so much of clarity of thought and so much of trust how did you handle the financial part because most often when we hear of people going out and doing things maybe the parents have put enough money the children can go and do all these things they can take these risks is the kind of impression one forms and lot of stories one hears like that but when you went there very clearly you did not start with one ten bedded hospital first you st- started with one room and over 30 plus years it has grown so very clearly there were financial challenges not only in terms of running the hospital which obviously is not an easy thing to do but even in terms of your own survival running the family all that so how was it handling that part of it yeah so the financial challenges were perhaps the least of the challenges i would say uh, we will take it like you said in two separate things one the financial needs of the work in the early years uh, not the first 3 years first 3 years 3 years we were supported by an organization called uh, action aid india but after that we have uh, struggled quite a lot some years and there was someone willing to give a sustenance fellowship for just both of us uh, as uh, salaries to both of us but we divided that as salaries for the whole team and also for the other work like that there were years when we wouldn't know that whether we will have money to give salaries next month like that hmm. now also for certain specific needs we don't find people to support there are some people to whole lot of people to support for certain things but there are specific needs you know which sometimes people uh, don't understand but hmm. for most things we have been getting money we may not have anything when we start something any money hmm. at all we will understand that okay there is a need and you have to do it and you need money for it and we'll start it and when we started we wouldn't have anything but by the time we end the work we would have surplus that is our experience because there are a whole lot of people ready to support and a lot of whole lot of goodwill circulating so that always helps and uh, as far as personal finances are concerned uh, we have not felt any difficulty at all because to start with itself fortunately both of our families we didn't have the responsibility of financially supporting anyone in the family but you did not have others supporting you you had to be on your own feet right yeah that is there the thing is that it is basically learning to live in line with the resources that's hmm. it and uh, we have been quite contented with that our uh, basic needs are very limited and it is it is possible it's not like in the early maybe sometime in soon after independence in in india where you had this 
voluntary organization where people volunteered without any money so that there was a period like that i i, I don't think any of this work in india is like that now anymore because mm. even if you work in the remotest of places there are people to support you can have enough funding to sustain mm. yourself if you are ready to accept that these are our basic needs those things will be definitely taken care of one major thing which uh, people always talk about is children's education when we mm. talked about going for a work like this which is not as lucrative or remunerative at, as um, other work right But i think what happened with us was that we didn't worry about it we just focused on our work Hmm. and so the universe conspired to make it happen <laughs> <laughs> i think i like you know, it yeah so we were clear that what we are doing is right and we continue doing it so things will happen you no know, that kind of a that kind of a trust has always yeah. Yeah. we can talk about several instances that happened in our life so their education our son's education they have always studied on their own merit and with scholarships scholarships which we never thought will happen will come mm. to them but it has come to them and we we have spent very little on their education at all no and both of them if you say they had perhaps right from schooling because they were till nine they were here but from fourth mm. standard to eighth standard they 12th standard they were in uh, in rishi valley school madhunapalli उटसाइडर is how you i'm sure at every point there were people with you but even then i'm looking at you as somebody who has evolved and adapted to the various needs so did you find that challenging because your training specialization everything is in some area and then life has trained you and then you have taken up so many more roles constantly you have been evolving to do so many roles so i'm very curious about that journey of yours i think that happens to most people's lives because what you learn in college i think when you start working i think it won't be the same all of us will have to adapt mm-hmm. but the thing is as a doctor especially when i was doing my pg and also when reji was also doing his pg we were clear that we are going to work in a place where there are no other doctors we have try to learn then itself when we were doing our pg itself to learn things hmm which we will be able to do in a place where there are no other help and also yeah. while in gandhigram similarly we continued uh, learning skills which 
no doctor otherwise has to learn for example when we came here it was sitilingi we had to train everyone normally when a, when a doctor goes to a operation theater uh, she only has to operate everything else mm-hmm. um, things are there it is autoclaved the nurses are there the uh, the patient is prepared uh, everything is there you only have to wash and do the go do the surgery and come out but then we had to train our girls our health workers to write from making a gauze piece to a pad to how to sterilize it how to prepare a patient how to write from giving enema to shaving to i don't know what all sterilizing <laughs> the theater to autoclaving these yeah. are things are in the lab to do yeah. basic uh, tests in the lab these are things which Uh, we study in our first year uh, second year mbbs that's it so that we don't have to but we had to learn all this to train others uh, that was part of the whole um, thing because it is a belief that it is possible to train communities people from the communities to do this and mm. and that is more much more sustainable and in order to do that you have to train and you won't Correct. get someone else to come and train so you learn how to do it and also from from the experiences of others who have done similar things yeah so and also the other skills late we are both not community health people but we work with the community our mm. speciality is not community health regis and anesthetist mm. i'm an obstetrician so in addition to working in the hospital you work with the community you learn things from people a whole lot of things we have learned from people in the community here and also from the experiences of others who have worked similarly and also yeah. later about farming and also about craft and business things which we had no clue about but it hmm. was the need so basically understanding what is the need and responding to that need not only with um, efforts but also training yourself the knowledge and skills needed for that uh, not only us the whole team has done that right i uh, interpret this as having that vision and that vision itself has changed over a period of time and constantly working on it looking at every opportunity to train yourself okay maybe this is also i need to do so like you were saying right from your pg days you're looking at okay if i have to run a hospital in a community on my own this is how i need to be prepared to do all these things it's something about having that clarity in terms of this is my dream this is the challenge i want to take up and using every opportunity to learn and from each other and from all the opportunities that's how i see it earlier multiple times you were referring to the basic needs and here i can't but not say even we meet you i have had occasions to meet uh, lalita personally and lalita you come across as someone very simple very humble very unassuming the listeners if you see lalita in a crowd you won't see this is the person who has impacted lives of people in so many villages done amazing things that we have spoken about this particular aspect of your dr lalita in terms of how you dress how you carry yourself the humility with which you interact all of this is it a conscious choice is it part of your nature yeah i think it is uh, it's a conscious choice and you develop yourself 
your nature develops like that what you want to be i think uh, the biggest inspiration in this for me is my father who was an extremely simple person uh, in his lifestyle and i have always respected him for that and also envied him for that he was a chartered accountant uh, and perhaps the only chartered accountant in kerala who didn't want to and didn't have a car who hmm. even till later years in his life went around locally in a in a bicycle and always use public transport for his travel i have always envied that kind of simplicity which uh, my father had and i think i don't have the courage to have even 10% of what he was that uh, <laughs> <laughs> so so i think that he was one great inspiration i think many people i have met and who were mentors who had been inspirations uh, they are all uh, very very simple people with a lot of humility so i have always associated that with with greatness it's a, it's a, it's a value it's a great value and we always as individuals you we work on improving ourselves what i am today to mm-hmm. try to be a better person tomorrow that is how we do so this is some value which i have always cherished as a great value and that is why i am trying to so nicely put such a parenting influence or a tip that you have shared in in that particular example while talking about your father as well tell me you know all these things there may have been so many days where it was like a bad day where generally you feel so many challenges are there you are not feeling your best what keeps you going on those days people who inspire i've always felt that how they deal with their bad days there is so much to learn in that it's not as if every single day is nicely put there out for them to win they go through lots of challenges but like you earlier said the courage one has it's very important i am always curious to understand how you handle your bad days yeah so uh, i think it starts with when the day starts i i get up every morning and i tell myself that whatever happens today i'll develop strength to manage it just for today there are certain days when you know that when you end the day itself night you know that certain things are not right and it's very depressing and the next day is going to be worse but you get up and start the day things that whatever happens i'll somehow manage it so i think that has been a rescue i'm not saying that every day uh, had been the same like you said yeah. you know there will be some days which are which is more you are down and the thing is that there is nothing that is not manageable that kind of a decision i think that hmm. helps now looking back at all those years i can't imagine you having had any time to relax uh, and all that assuming you managed to find some time here and there what are the things that you or even in the last year what are the things that you choose to do if you get some free time in this interaction i heard you talk about reading so i think that may be a choice but what other things that you like to do if you get some spare time i read i listen to music 
I see films, light films. Nowadays, I don't uh, watch any very serious films. There is enough seriousness around my life <laughs> that uh, as an entertainment, I usually don't see very serious films. There was a, a point okay. in life, but now I watch lighter films. I sometimes paint. Oh, nice. And also being out in nature, if it's a very short time, Hmm. You get some 10-15 minutes in between before you start work. Then just being outside, watching and listening to nature, uh, that refreshes. Great. I would like to ask, what are the dreams that you have now? Maybe dreams for yourself or a poor guy, whatever. Poor guy, I don't know specifically because it is evolving very organically. But I am hoping that there will be someone else to take over at least some of my responsibilities in Purgai, uh, because mm-hmm. I, I find that I am stuck in Purgai. You know, because if you look at our time here in Sitilingi, each five year had been a new, something new. I was involved deeply in something mm-hmm. right from 93, for first five years and then the next five years. I was deeply involved in something and then train others and then move on to something else, then hand over it to them and then move on to something else which was needed at that time. But then Purgai, for some reason, I'm stuck with because it is a different thing. It is very different from whatever we have done till now. And the market is urban. And you need someone to communicate with that urban market. And we don't have people. For all our other work, we have uh, worked with people here. Purgai also is like that. But for a specific role in Purgai, uh, we don't have people here. Uh, because it has to deal with an urban market. Yeah, so I'm hoping that someone else will be there to take over at least part of my responsibilities before I move on to something more which is needed in the valley. Mm-hmm. One thing is that in all these work with women, you know, right from the hospital to the community health work to watershed to, to the farming and the purgay, I have found out that alcoholism is a major issue and Hmm. something we have to work on. And I am very passionate about it. But uh, it is a a major work. You need uh, a group of people and dedicated to that. And we have to work with several groups of men and women to make a difference in that. So that is something which I would like to work on in future. And also a complete watershed. We have already started working on the watershed uh, in the valley, watershed development in the valley Hmm. for the last two, three years. That is also something passionate, so which I would uh, want to work more on. Wish you all the best for someone to help you in Purgai, uh, for you to take up these areas of focus in terms of watershed and addressing alcoholism. You were so inspiring, not just to budding doctors, but to all women. What would be your message to women? I would request them to to understand the reality that we are not weaker sex. I am very clear that it is not like that. We are actually stronger. So I think that every woman should understand. And the second thing will be not to accept patriarchy and give in to it. Even women, 
patriarchy is propagated not by men alone women Correct. also had been accepting and giving in okay that is how it is hmm and that is why a lot of things are happening that way why women are be exploited and to mothers uh, i have a request to raise their sons uh, to respect women as equal toward more than equal individuals uh, i think mothers have a great role in that there are there are exceptional men who understand by themselves and right respect there are many like that but for a majority i think they have to be trained from young age and i think mothers have a role in it and so if you want uh, the gender equations of our society has to change and women are considered equal or more than equal i think men have to change and i think mothers have a great role in that very very important messages and it's very rare that we hear people talk about responsibilities that women have while asking for equality and to remove patriarchy so i find this very refreshing actually so dr lalita we have come to the end of this i wish we could go on but this itself is quite a long episode i loved every minute of it what we will do is we will have show notes where we will give details of reaching out to purgai and uh, tribal health initiative also so through uh, the purgai email id that we will share in case any of you would want to reach out to you can reach out to dr lalita and you could visit purgai uh, website uh, to see the amazing designs and the hospital has a very unique kind of a sponsorship scheme which i really love if any of you want to know more about this please visit the website we will share those links in the show notes thank you so much for coming to new indian woman podcast uh, dr lal that's it has been so wonderful speaking to you thank you thank you, thank you krishna